tales of spine-tingling terror and horrible, horrific horrors. Stories of things that go bump in the night that will make your hair turn white only to be left with screams of fright. Welcome to Strange Brews, Strange Stories. The following incident occurred last Sunday. I was in my study, typing an email for work, when I heard a noise coming from the kitchen. I disregarded it. The house I lived in is old, and strange noises were not uncommon. Not five minutes later, I heard the noise again. It was a clicking of some sort. I broke out in a cold sweat. It was the sound of the back door unlocking. I opened my desk and pulled out my revolver and closed the drawer. I stood up quietly and made my way to the door of the study. I carefully opened the door and stepped into the hall. Darkness greeted me, thick and awful. A shroud hiding whomever was lurking in my house. Then again, the darkness was my protector as well. Knowing my house like the back of my hand, I didn't bother turning on the lights. If someone truly was here, I wanted to get the jump on them. I moved down the hall as silently as possible and listened as hard as I could. Silence. Could I have been imagining things? As I mused over these points, a soft padding played its way from the direction of my kitchen to the other side of the house. No shoes or boots could make such a stealthy noise. Had an intruder moved his shoes before entering? The steps sounded lighter than a full-grown man's. They sound like child's footsteps, or those of a large dog. At this point, I decided to call out. Hello? I bellowed out loudly. The volume of my voice causing me to recoil. Get a hold of yourself, man, I whispered to myself. I yelled out again. I am armed and the police are on their way. Stupid me. Fuck, why didn't I call the police when I was in my study? I made my way to the kitchen, entered slowly, and saw that I was very much alone. Everything seemed to be in its place, yet when I turned on the lights, I had to choke down a scream. The back door. I had double locked it for the night. Only two hours before now, and now it is wide open. Adding to the horror, I discovered two sets of small muddy bare footprints leading to the stairs. I closed the door quietly. Who the fuck is in my house, I thought. My mind began to race, and how did they undo the locks? I decided I would follow the footprints. A new sound made its way to my ear. The sound of muffled conversation came from above. Whoever was in my house had made their way upstairs to the bedroom. I had to calm my nerves and swallow the lump in my throat. This is my house. Whoever was whispering in my bedroom was invading my privacy, threatening my safety. I had to deal with it. I made it to the bottom of the steps, switched on the light, and yelled, SHOW YOURSELF! Weighted silence greeted me. I have a gun, and I will fucking use it! Surrender yourself! My adrenaline began to pump. No longer cautious, I took the stairs two by two, slammed open my bedroom door, and leveled the gun at... nothing. My large bedroom, the only room on the second floor, was completely empty. I looked at the floor and found the same footprints that were in my kitchen, only they stopped in the middle of the room. My blood ran cold. I checked the closet and under the bed, but there was nothing to be seen. Was I going mad? I made my way back into the hall, 
when the door suddenly slammed closed behind me. I shouted in terror, ah! bounded back downstairs through the kitchen into my study. I slammed the door and locked it tight. I collapsed in my chair and I passed out. Footsteps again! I woke up just in time to hear them pad their way down the stairs, across the kitchen, and to my horror, stop outside my study door. The lock seemed powerless to stop these entities, and I waited for the knob to turn. Instead, I heard something that chilled my blood. A voice whispered in the hall. A horrible voice belonging to someone no longer alive. My heart pounded. My blood froze in my veins. My lips moved and my throat uttered a gibbering mess. The doorknob began to turn, the locks disengaging as if it was magic. The door creaked open slowly. Nothing. Emptiness. Darkness. I feared I had gone truly mad. But then again, the sounds of footsteps. But this time, going away from my study. The back door opened and then closed, leaving me in deafening silence. After what seemed like an eternity, I stood up shakily and made my way to the kitchen. The light was still on, and nothing seemed out of order. The back door was closed, and I could see the locks were again engaged. Looking around, I noticed a piece of paper on the table. I moved closer to it. I picked up the note, began to laugh horribly. It read, Sorry. Wrong house. Last week, on a wet and windy night with no motivation to finish my college assignments, I began to peruse the internet as a way of procrastination, as we all often do. Having completed Sonnet the Hedgehog on an emulator I finished a few hours back, I was on a nostalgic mood. After searching YouTube for my old Sega Genesis commercials, my finger kept lingering on the mouse. I kept clicking on the suggested videos and revealing old childhood memories from my childhood. I felt a comfort. One only gets from seeing such things you never knew had such a big influence on you when you were so young and innocent. Soon I was lost, relevating in such classics as melts in your mouth, not in your hand, and who loves orange soda, and no soup for you, and how you doing, and come with me if you want to live. And of course, what's up? Everybody likes that one. I only realized that I'd lost track of time when I tried to find my phone and it was now a pitch dark room. Checking the time on my monitor, I was shocked to find that it was already 2 a.m. I resolved to go to bed as I had a class in the morning, but couldn't resist watching one last video just to round off the night. Scanning through all the suggestions, I was disappointed to find that I'd watched them all already, except for this one video at the very bottom, entitled, Bill Cosby Sells His Soul for Pudding. Jello brand pudding pops. I had a vague idea who Bill Cosby was. I'd seen him in old Simpsons episodes. I'd never actually seen anything he was famous for, but I'll admit that the title intrigued me somewhat. As I clicked the link and sat back to be entertained, I had no idea that I was making the biggest mistake of my life. The video started off innocently enough. Obviously some old commercial for, for Jell-O. Bill Cosby was standing in a kitchen surrounded by little kids. There was an easy way to make Jell-O instant pudding. Just shake it. <laughs> He announced in a cheery voice. The video skipped a bit at this point, lingering on the shake it part a tad annoying. But the internet in the house could often be a little jittery at times, so we had we'd gotten used to it. The video cuts to Cosby's head moving in from the left onto the screen, saying, Follow the directions. 
he said. I wasn't sure why, but at this time, something was very unsettling. Chocolate jello pudding pops. Although, I thought perhaps it was due to the fact that it was a sudden jump cut from poor internet quality and, I, and a mangled vision of the product Jingle played, and then a cut back. Follow my directions. Only slower. I got very suspicious. The next part was from a different advert. Cosby was holding four jiggling watermelons. The movement seemed to be semi-cynical, moving from the start to the end and back again. It was hypnotic and quite nauseating, which made it all the more abrupt when the audio cut to triple speed going, What's making these watermelons wiggle? What's making these watermelons wiggle? I felt, at this point, extremely uncomfortable, like my defenses were being broken down. I felt just like, just like Jello Gelatin. Cosby finished the thought for me several times. This was the beginning to feel extremely weird. The scene cut to a ginger kid repeating the same movement over and over. That's it! I thought, enough of this crap! Ginger kids freak me out, at the, at the best of their times. As I raised my hand to move a mouse, however, something peculiar happened. I cut to Cosby again, moving his left hand in seemingly random directions, and a pudding pop in his right, repeating this, this, and or this. A number of times, my right hand immediately became stiff, started to spasm beyond my control, disrupting my path to the mouse. After that point on, I was powerless to control myself, forced to sit and witness what was unfolding before me, regardless of my will. At this point of no return, Cosby lingered and looked at me Chocolate jello pudding pops. very mockingly, emitting a demonically low-pitched moan. I was pretty scared. Another kid in the video seemed to echo my emotions. Hey, Bill Cosby, what's <laughs> If I could have screamed at this point, I would have. Follow my directions, Cosby repeating horrifyingly. The mangled jingle played again for longer this time, each second forcibly propping up my eyelids. The watermelon part reappeared even slower than before, but instead of being nauseated, I felt lewd into subservience. The scene cut into a smiley face clock moving its hands in an almost wave-like pattern. A bit crunched, warning repeated almost too quick for me to make out. You sing and you die, you sing and you die. Chocolate jello pudding pops. Before crunching completely to a jarring its eyes opened and shut at the speed greater than what should physically be possible. Follow the directions, follow the directions! The video grinded to a complete halt. Cosby's judgmental eyes fixed squarely on mine as long, just long enough to make me feel a glimmer of hope that the internet had failed. Before he whispered his head back saying, don't worry, with a smug superiority, put him pop swirl, put him pop swirl. the demon Cosby finished before letting his head fly about erratically on his unmoving shoulders in a movement akin to some, something out of the exorcist. What, 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 what? It continued as if to eradicate any morsel of critical thinking left in my being. The demon proceeded to fillet a chocolate pudding, pudding pop. top with a sleazy, unholy glee. A close-up cut to its burningly erotic gaze left me with no subulence of that lie that I had not been violated. Even though the video quality was grainy, those eyes pierced me to my very soul. They were so hyper-realistic. And thank you. It finished before poising itself in like a cat ready to pounce. 
In a brief respite that followed, I had allowed myself to exhale for the first time since that horror began. As the breath excused, however, I felt my conscience follow suit. All remnants of perception fading as I slipped into the abyss, serenaded by the haunting echo of watermelons marking my descent into darkness until I knew no more. What's making these watermelons wiggle? You see? It's all over the Bible. Yes, it's like yellow pudding. More terrifying fun and tales of monstrous maniacs and much more. Go to strangebrewpodcast.com. Follow all the madness on the social media pages. Until next time, our children of the pod, stay strange. <laughs> <laughs>